Yo, 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 yo. What's good, Dan Cable Presents fam? Thank you for joining me for another episode of the program. Just got a few show notes before we get into this episode. Uh, first of all, Dan Cable Presents podcast has been nominated by Willamette Week as the best Portland podcast, as well as best Portland web series. So if you want to throw a vote for that, you have until May 31st to do so. You head over to WillametteWeek.com. And uh, I believe the podcast is under the media and po- uh, media and personalities category, and web series is under arts and culture, I believe. So just head over there. I'll put a link in the show notes so that you can easily just click on it, and uh, and then you can cast your vote from there. But would appreciate a vote. Uh, super pumped just to be in the running. Feel feeling pretty. Uh, pretty good about that so thanks for the support from willamette week and all the uh, people that got me nominated um also if you want to support the show in a free way you can head over to the itunes and click rate and review uh hit the program with a subscribe five stars a few nice words and that will help uh drive more traffic to the show maybe from some folks that wouldn't normally see it and maybe uh pop this thing up to the top of the itunes charts we are uh you know we're on the better side of uh, of heading towards 100, and that, that is the goal right now is to get 100 reviews on that thing and uh, really legitimize the program on iTunes. Also, you can uh, support by just uh, sharing the, the show with a friend or telling somebody about it, maybe telling somebody about your favorite episode. Uh, other than that, we got a little uh, a schedule, some, some, uh, some dates on the calendar. Uh, first of all, May 28th is a date that we talk about at the end of this podcast, May 28th at Holocene in Portland. It is the Sparkle Bitch Ball. It is the Skull Diver release show, as well as their uh, video premiere. It's going to be really dope. Uh, there's going to be a drag drag show. And then it also uh, is going to have Rare Monk and Foxy Lemon, who are uh, two bands that I really dig. They're going to be a part of the bill as well. So this is going to be a killer lineup. So you should come hang out on Sunday, May 28th, Holocene. I'll be there. You should be too. Bring your sparkle gear. Get with it. Um, also stoked to announce that on June 3rd at the Big Building Bash in Seattle, which is a really rad all-day music festival, there will be a Dan Cable Presents stage this year. It is the fourth annual bash. I was there last year. It was a really great festival. I had a, uh, a blast of a time there. And super pumped to be a part of it this year as a uh, a sponsor and a um, you know to have a stage up there in really good company with my friends Mark and Drew who have a great show off of Vashon Island in the Seattle area. They're gonna have a stage up there, and then also KXP who is endorsing the the bash this year, and they're gonna have a stage, which is great because uh, KXP was a big influence for uh, me starting this show and. Um, you know, the format of, of, of the program. So stoked to be in uh, good company up there for the bash June 3rd, Seattle, Washington. Uh, it's like 40 bands, five stages. It's going to be killer. So, um, if you want more information about that, I will also put a link in the show notes or, uh, just search big building bash on the old Google and I'm sure something will come up there. And finally, June 8th, it's going down. The White Eagle, the second ever live Dan Cable Presents podcast at the White Eagle. Karma Rivera, Boca, I think Dante Thomas is going to join Boca for his set. MG Productions and Alex Meltzer is going to be the house DJ that night. Um, Fontaine was originally supposed to be a part of that. He unfortunately is not going to be able to do the show due to a scheduling conflict. Um, So... We might have uh, another person that we throw up on there who is yet to be determined, but it would be sweet to see a lot of you out there, you know, if you dig dig the show. The live program is going to be dope. Uh, it's going to be a really great night of hip-hop, good dance party. June 8th, White Eagle, $8, kicking off at 8, 8 p.m. whole lot of eights there. And, um, yeah, come say what's up. Come see Mountain Air Mike and Forrest Brennan in the flesh doing their thing live as well as uh, myself hosting the event, asking asking the questions and uh, and whatnot. Anyway, 
That's enough uh, babble up top, I'm sure. This is episode 60, everybody. Episode 60 of the program is here. Um, this was such a fun episode with, uh, with Skulldiver. This episode has uh, all the... Th- all the things that I think make a fun fun show and it was it was goofy at times there was some warm fuzzy feelings and uh some intimate moments about you know some of the songwriting and whatnot so I just I just had a really great time hanging with these uh these ladies and also um I use the term you guys a lot especially in the uh the first part of the podcast and uh, I realize, you know, that that's not the most appropriate term for the Skulldiver babes. And um, so I just wanted to say that I recognize that and it's just a habit. And it's, uh, you know, something something I will try to get better at in the future. It was uh, definitely not intentional. And I, I know the Skulldiver ladies know that. So much love to them for, for coming into the studio and... and yeah, this this episode was a blast. So let's let's just get at it. Let's get into it. This is episode sixty. Everybody, enjoy Skulldiver. Hey now, hey now, hey now, what is fresh, y'all? What's going down? My God, it's been so long since we've been with you. So glad to have you here with us today for another episode of Dan Cable Presents, a live to tape podcast we do here at The Space on a regular basis. Thanks so much for coming down and hanging out with us again today. Appreciate that very much. Always lovely to have you here. Let's do this. Let's get into the live room and say hi to my good friend, Dan Cable, everybody. Say hi. Give oh it up my. for DC, everybody. Yeah. We're shaking, everybody. What's DC. good? Dan, Dan. Back Dan. in action here. Yeah. We are here live in the space with the Skulldiver babes. Super, right. super stoked to have them here. And uh, yeah, we should just let them do their thing. And yeah, make- shred it up. Start making some noise. You guys want to kick it off with a jam? Yeah, let's kick yeah. it up. Right let's on. What uh? What are you gonna start the show off with well, today? We're gonna start a song. Uh, start this with a tasty song called "Bad Star." Nice. Thank you. 
Nice. That's Skull yeah. Diver, everybody. Yeah. 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 Just crushing it here in the studio. Killing it. On this uh, fine, terribly rainy, stormy day in May. We like to party. Port- Portland's really doing its thing this year with the, the whole rain thing. Um, it's been weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good. 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 How are you, Dan? I'm great. I'm stoked to, to have you guys here. I feel like it's been one of those... Uh, Long time comings, and I feel like you you guys have been on my uh, my radar for a while. It's yeah. just a matter of getting you in here. We were on your dandar. Is that what you call it? You call it a dandar? <laughs> your name's not Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie to uh, us. We know. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe it was Mandy. One of you uh, reached out to me quite a while ago when I kind of first started this thing. And, uh, yeah, so I'm just stoked to have you guys here. And I think I wanted to... Make sure that I had the opportunity to catch one of your live shows before actually having you in here. <laughs> and um, just because I, I heard some buzz about it and it, it did not disappoint. And I've had over the last month or so a couple opportunities to catch the live show. And I, I'm stoked that I waited because I feel like that is quite the experience. And I kind of want to dive into that. No pun intended. Let's go there. As well <laughs> as your uh, new record. Chemical Tomb that's coming out? Mm, May yeah. 28th. Boom. May Boom. 28th. Yep. Um, yeah, I guess first I'll let you guys all introduce yourselves and, and what you do in the band so people can recognize a voice and whatnot. Should we do the uh, the Destiny's Child intro? Yeah. Oh, please <laughs> do. <laughs> I don't think I know what that is. You just, you'll just be the last one in the order. Okay. You just, just go along. Just do what we do. Okay, I'll do what you do. I don't remember. You have to start it. Allie, can you handle this? Mandy, can you handle this? Zanny, can, can you handle, handle this? this? I don't think you can handle this. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, yeah. All right, all right. We I do don't that. Know we're going to have any better option figuring out which one's which, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm Mandy. Uh, <laughs> that's what. That's okay, all. that's all that matters. <laughs> Mandy plays bass. Um, yeah. Sing Mandy. Some songs. Mandy plays bass. Mandy sings some songs. AKA Mandy does. Funk Thunder. Yeah, Funk Thunder. Um, Mandy is the lead vocalist, bassist, uh, songwriter. She's also my sister. I'm mm-hmm. Allie. Uh, I play guitar, piano, um, spaceship is also a thing that I play, which is this <laughs> contraption in front of me is my spaceship. Uh, and I sing her harmonies. And Zanny. And I'm Zanny and I play drums and sometimes microcorg. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> but not today. Right on. Uh... But yeah, definitely want to get into the new record a little bit. Been been geeking out on it since Allie was kind enough to send me over that early release. Yeah, that, so I that could uh, kind of geek out on it a bit. And uh, but I just want to I just want to understand some of the band dynamics a little bit more and and just uh, find out where you guys come from and how how this band started. Um, it's a pretty. I mean, if you think in the context of Mandy and I, which I mean, <laughs> came out of her Think mom's womb. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Started there. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Happy Mother's Day. Uh, Mandy and I came from the same womb, um, and we grew up playing music together pretty much our like entire lives. And moved away, came back together. Um, we were living in Phoenix, and I was working a super corporate job. And Mandy was kind of like, "Hey, I need to pull her out of that um, and back into music." So that's kind of how it started, Mandy forcing me to play music after work when I was really tired. <laughs> when did you uh, when did you both pick up instruments? Uh, really, really young. I, I started about seven, and Allie started about five, and we would uh, yeah. we would just do that together for fun because we lived in a really small town. There was nothing to do. We had, there was like no houses as far as you could see. Yeah. Lamoille, Nevada, everyone, don't mm. go there. Mm. <laughs> what, what were you, uh, what were you playing? Like, instrument-wise, what was the thing that you both picked um, up? Well, I started playing piano, um, yeah, and obviously, it's <laughs> still here in front of me, so I haven't gotten bored of it. Um, and I remember being um, distinctly scarred. Um, dad, this is for you. Being 13 and saying, hey, Dad, I want a guitar for my 13th birthday. Uh, he buys me a bass, and... Nope, it was not. It was not what I wanted. 
And I, I was like, you know what? I don't want to play the bass. But he's like, nope, Mandy, Mandy and Brian already play guitar. Brian's our older brother. You got to play the bass. And I was like, oh, Dad. Dad's putting together a band. Dog. Yeah, I like Dad, his style. Dad was putting together a band. Shaking it up. Yep. <laughs> Forcing together a band. Sibling band. Sweet. Yeah. He had a plan. He was a man with a plan. Yeah. <laughs> right. His retirement plan hasn't panned out yet. So did you learn how to play that bass? I did. I did learn how to play that bass, and then I um, I rebelled and bought a guitar and sold the bass. <laughs> and you made Mandy play the bass? That happened, like, later out of necessity. So, uh, you know, Mandy and I were both multi-instrumentalists, and uh, we've had... It's been hard for us to bring together a band dynamic that um, works with people wanting to play with two sisters because, like, we have a band household. We, like, live together, and, you know, we pretty much uh, do everything together. So it's kind of hard for... Um, different pieces to fit into that and um, you know until we found our beautiful jewel Zanny uh, who's like the perfect third but you know Mandy used to play guitar I used to play guitar we used to sing and do looping stuff and like weird avant-garde um, push this button here and went 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 a lot of rap horn a lot not of like Ableton a lot of triggers of, uh, yeah <laughs> midi drums and stuff like that there still is a lot of triggers there's still a lot of triggers I have emotional trigger. triggers <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about the best band name right now it would be called Zanny and the Pains oh <laughs> <laughs> well, I see how it is we'll be switching so <laughs> when I start my own sibling band <laughs> with with you with your new sister <laughs> Zanny <laughs> Zanny is our sister. I officially adopted her on Facebook. I mean, um, <laughs> I don't have any sisters, so I kind of feel like they're my sisters. Yeah, I mean, bit. I did make it official like last week. I got I got married to Taco Bell one day, and at the same day, I was like, you know what? I'm adopting Zanny, and I just added her as my sister. So that seems real. That's a big day. Yeah, it's yeah. a big it's a big day. I think though, actually, when you adopt people, they're your child. Yeah, listen. And so now you're responsible for her. <laughs> now it got okay? it got really weird. <laughs> Um, oh man, Manny, when, did <laughs> you, when did you start writing songs? Um, when did that part come into play? I I started, well, I started out writing poetry, and I would always have a book and just write tons of stuff in it. Um, when I was really really young, I I, I remember doing it in elementary school, and uh, you know, singing into the back end of a hairbrush in my room, like uh, to these these poems I had written and listening to a lot of Paul Simon, so I wanted to be like a song poet, and um, it just is something that I've always kind of done, like any, it was really therapeutic for me, anything I couldn't uh, express to people or talk about, I would just write it down in my little song diaries, <laughs> that's not nerdy at all. <laughs> it's really cute. And when, when did you start kind of applying that to some music? Um, well... When was it? we wrote our first song together? I think I was ten. Yeah, and and Allie was playing piano, and I sat down and sang something. It was really like an epic song. It was really yeah. musical theater. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what happened. We then, just started cinematic. But then then we <laughs> then we had a punk band after yep. that um, when we were in uh, junior high. Yep. So we did. Who didn't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were both of you? Uh, pretty drawn to the darker side of music i don't know just or was was there some different Uh, kind of evolutions of of the the songwriting or has it always been kind of were you ever happy that's (laughs) what he's trying to say where does does, does we we go in there where does the darkness derive Uh, from (laughs) it's it's strange because uh you know we by nature we're actually quite uh quite happy people and um i think that a lot of the music has to it just ends up being darker because a lot of the inspiration um we draw on has to do with our past and you know just being um kids partying watching our friends die like just a bunch of really um kind of just messy stuff and playing off of you know the reality of that and being really true to that mandy is also a very um a very intense poet. <laughs> we'll call it that. She's, she's a she's a poet, milady. <laughs> An um, intense poet. And so, you know, I by nature always tend to drift towards writing uh, more more like poppy music and more um, more up tempo music. And then Mandy always wants to write darker, lower tempo, lo fi, um, and put poetry over it. And so somehow it just meets in the middle, and that's how you get the last song. Um, <laughs> yeah, that one's yeah. dark. That one's really dark. 
in subject matter. But it's happy in sound matter. Yeah, and in heart matter. In heart matter. That's yeah, thing. It definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, that's very apparent in the music that there's like a lot of, there's a, it's an eclectic sound that kind of mashes together. It's definitely got a lot more elements than like the psych in the middle. It's got like that dream pop feel to it and like all the big synthy shit, which is rad. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love Prince. Like yeah, I have to listen to Prince, Prince every single day. Like it's um, my, it's my shower playlist. It's like that I'm probably the worst person to live with because every morning it's like Prince shower. Well, <laughs> you don't wake up before everybody else is already gone, so it's all yeah. Right. That's just me <laughs> dancing by myself. Been listening to that that Prince for a long time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. Definitely somebody that's had an impact on on your art and what you do. Then mm-hmm. right on. Oh, totally. And on my fashion choices. Yeah. <laughs> like, <for> real. <laughs> Definitely on on our fashion choices. That's for sure. Yeah. And when did you meet? Your lovely drummer, Zanny, who absolutely destroys on the kit. When was our friend anniversary, Um It was February, right? In February. That was our two-year yeah. two friend mm-hmm. love anniversary. Yeah. yeah we we met that. at a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And we met at Cova, and it was love at first sight, right? Yeah, we it got was matching tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> we, we did. It's a yeah. skull. <laughs> Go figure. Wow. What? <laughs> A skull with a wreath and a gold tooth. <laughs> it kind of looks like a Grateful Dead skull. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I'm not when, taking their branding. When did you start playing drums, Annie? Uh, I started when I was 10, um, but I, I tap danced before that, so I was always feeling a little rhythmic, Yeah, I you guess. already had that rhythm yeah. when you got on the kit? Yeah, I tap danced for about three more years after that, and then I, I, I dove into music full force. Um, and then just kept studying music after that. And you've been playing in bands for a long time? Playing in, yeah. I mean, it's been a while. Um, yeah. When I moved, I went to school in L.A. And then I moved back up here afterwards and just started playing with Portland bands and try to keep it to a two a range. But sometimes I get a little busy. So, um Yeah. You've been thinking about tap dancing again too, haven't you? I have actually. <laughs> I just saw that my friend was starting lessons, and I was like, mm. "They're beginning lessons, but you know, I could always be the star of the class and just not tell anyone." It's been your <laughs> dream forever, hasn't it? <laughs> it's it's you know, Paul Simon's drummer was a tap dancer. So oh, what's his name again? I'm spacing his name. Um, I I forget, but um, yeah. Anyways. I think it's uh, something that that can be a, a good learning tool for kids, um, just dance in general at the beginning. Absolutely. I did not have enough patience to just like sit still and play on the piano, so I just decided to, to dance first, I guess. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got on the drums eventually. Yeah. Because yep. you're super fun to watch live. and We're all glad. I think that you're... Uh, I'm glad. <laughs> The, the technicality of like some of the roles that you you do are super rad. Thank you. So. It's sometimes when Zanny plays, especially when we're recording, Manny and I were just like looking at each other. and We were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, Did she just yeah. like roll for an entire like no. In one, in <laughs> all the in, in, if anyone like, if anyone cares to listen to my favorite Zanny moment of all time, it's on the record on the song "The Attic" towards the yeah. end. In, um, I think it's the third chorus. Yeah. She does this fill and it's like perfect. It's like, I had like 10 toms, I guess. No, you did the craziest one. And I just remember, I had a little thing of it. It was epic. That's funny that you said that because that definitely like. In my uh, my notes here, uh, like on the attic, is you had that drum a, fill that's, noted. That's such a great. Like I was just kind of <laughs> noted that that's a great track that's to f- represent <laughs> what what Zanny does as a drummer and oh, how cool. like 
How talented she is. That's the first drum fill I think DC has ever noted for the program. <laughs> so you can really, really going deep. You know? Wow. We're on, we're on notable fill. 60 or so. You got to like start making different moves. Yeah, you right. really got to like start You don't want to be pigeonholed into some sort of like, no. oh, he always asks about that. When is he going to ask about a drum fill? Oh, he's asking the songwriter yeah. what inspires them again. Um, Real fucking cool. I, yeah. think, I think I actually, I write down all of my favorite drum fills. I think that's minute three um, <laughs> and 13 oh, seconds. Actually, I'm just kidding. And make my proper note over here. <laughs> 313, right? Check drum fill. Just in, was in general, like, yeah, everything Zanny does is really amazing. Like, I just remember the first time we played with her, we were so taken back by one, how like she's like a ray of ray of bloody sunshine. Bloody sunshine. Br- yeah. Mm. Sounds like our next album. Yeah. Bloody sunshine. <laughs> it's my reggae band. Um and uh, you know, like She's amazing. I love you, Zanny. I don't know if Bloody I've told you this, wow. not in front of people, but I have a U2 song stuck this. in my head right <laughs> now. Feeling all the love. I told her how much I loved her when I was um, wasted at Mississippi Studios. Yeah, I locked we, myself in the bathroom and couldn't get out. Sent her like <laughs> we <laughs> sent really her scared. a lot of messages. We were like, we love you so. She's like, guys, are you okay? I feel it every day. Yeah. I love these girls. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Allie and Mandy. Yeah, you guys are also very sweet, which mm-hmm. is rad. And you were kind of talking, Ali, you mentioned that earlier that you guys play some dark music, but I don't know. Every time that I've I've had an interaction with either of you, it's just been super warm and smiley and yeah. super rad. This is, this is what makes us happy. Yeah. Like yeah. everything else is like, oh God, I have to go to the grocery store again. That's the worst place <laughs> in the world for me. Gotta go buy another yerba mate. Oh, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> yeah. That's fine because I'm still getting my fix. But if I have to go, like, buy, like, bread, it is a dark cloud. Like, I am not, I'm not a good person to be around if I have to go to the grocery store. It's yeah. a bad place for me. And just overall, I really dig, um, I think one of the important things about seeing your live show is that it, it very much is a show. And there's a lot of commitment to it, not only, like, to your set, but with, like, the costumes and the makeup and... <laughs> I just like that you guys, you you create a world with what you're what you're doing, which is rad for the vibe, and it's just kind of like if you're willing or open to just step into it, you, you're definitely creating it, which is rad. And I don't think it's necessary for for all types of bands to to do that type of thing and have the costumes and the makeup, but mm-hmm. it's definitely very cool for the world and the vibe that that you create with what you're doing so Allie Allie's got a glittery guitar cable for crying out loud mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that. I mean glitter. that's the commitment and the um the Swarovski crystal guitar really running with the sparkle bitch thing <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah 110 okay. that's the name of this guitar I like to call really. myself I, I call myself the dance mom of doom she is I will put glitter doom. on everything and it I think it's I think it's because when I was little my mom made me do pageants mm-hmm. and yeah. I always yeah. loved sparkly things I I would go to the playground in a pageant dress I was like I'm not taking this off this is amazing <laughs> I love this thing <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I was not. I was the little dirty kid running she around um, mud. throwing mud in her hair. <laughs> was not um, was not a uh, glitter glittery child. <laughs> Except I had glittery crayons. Like, and those things rocked my fucking world. Like, let's be real. If you've ever had a glittery crayon, like. <sighs> <laughs> You did, top, that's shelf. Nothing, nothing, top shelf, yeah, mind blowing. Top shelf crayon action. <laughs> like you, you can't find that shit anymore. Riveting stuff, Ellie. Maybe on eBay. Maybe. <laughs> that's, I used. think it's because it caused some sort of sickness in many of the children that used. It. They wrote dark music after that. They just wrote dark songs. <laughs> definite, definite loss With of social skills. Crusted <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> Allie came on the program to drop knowledge about sparkly crayons. I'm just always product dropping. You know, like. Throw it in there, Crayola, my boys. It's America. How about Why that sponsorship, not? Crayola? Where you at? Yeah, Crayola, where you at? Skull Divers waiting. Where you at, bread and Crayola? Brought to you by bread. Um, if y'all want to get into uh, another another jam here? Sure. Yeah. I'm going to let Forrest uh, fire up that camera. Uh, Dan Cable, uh, just a, a little note. Steve Gadd would be the drummer for Paul Simon. I ah, believe that's Steve the, Gadd. Right? Isn't that the drummer you're thinking about? Steve I Gadd? I should have known. I, 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 it was on the tip, but I looked it up anyway. You know I was like, I'm I wanted to say Steve Gadd, but I didn't want to sound dumb. So. Did, 
Did he play on all of his albums? A lot of it. Yeah. A lot. So of look it. up Steve Gadd tap dancer. All right. And come back to us. I'll right, see song. if I can't find a YouTube video for you of Steve Gadd also, tap dancer. Also, look up Steve Gadd naked tap dancer. <laughs> just, I, I, I just think uh, Phil Gadd Collins. really hopes that doesn't exist. Phil Collins was maybe a tap dancer. Talking too? about my dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's my guy. Yeah. yeah Talk I'm about serious. his rum feels. Phil Right. Uh, <laughs> do it. People are so sick of hearing me talk about <laughs> Phil Collins on this podcast. I love Phil. Oh, the best. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm sure Steve Gadd is going to be crushed. He listens to the show, so he's going to be crushed yes. when we didn't. No. He didn't just come to mind right, right away. Yeah, it was in, like top of mind. Exactly. I know, right? right? Yeah. Oh man, we what? can send him a fruit basket. Um, send him some bread. I'll send him a fruit basket. There's a YouTube Rugs, channel you buy bread. for this fine program <laughs> where you can find all the uh, song performances mm-hmm. from the in-studio uh, jams that go down here. Mm. So if you want to find the Skull Diver performances, you just go on the Dan Cable Presents YouTube channel mm. and right. you hit the subscribe button and right. you, sh- you share the fuck out of those videos. And you're in it. Tell everybody. Do you know, we need it. Once you subscribe, you can't unsubscribe. You go to hashtag Yerba Mate because I need a sponsorship. It's it's breaking my bank. (laughs) At Yerba Mate, Mm -hmm. where are you? Yeah, where you at? Where you at? That sounds like your Gmail. At Yerba Mate, where are you? (laughs) At gmail.com. What jam are you going to rock out for us? I'm going to play some... Sparkly pop doom. No, we're gonna play. We're gonna play a love song, and it's called Eight Pack Eight Legs. They're talking about my. This is the one that has the music video (laughs) associated with it. That we're previewing. Oh yeah, there's a a music video. This has a music video to it with a beautiful drag queen named Patrick Buckmaster. We love him. Here it comes. I can't really see Allie, so all right.
That eight pack, eight legs. That's one of my favorite jams. Me too. On your Spider new record, Spider Beer, which is called Chemical Tune, and uh, it's rad because you have this super awesome live performance, but this record is a whole different experience, especially if you uh, strap into some headphones and you know <laughs> listen to it in the dark and, and just kind of <laughs> it'll take you on a trip. It's it's very fun. I was. I was listening we'll last there. night, having that full experience. I definitely recommend anybody that digs what you're doing to kind of take that trip with it. Yeah. Sonically, it sounds very cool, and there's so many different layers to it, so <laughs> the headphones is a good place to yeah. <laughs> get to hear all that stuff cut through. Uh, it was really it was really quite a, an awesome process. Uh, we got to work with some amazing people, <laughs> like just – Recording it, we recorded it at the Hollowed Halls, and um, you know, Matt Thompson, uh, he recorded it with us. He ended up being like our bass guru. Oh yeah, and <laughs> he was able to get some really gnarly sounds out of everything. And he's just amazing. And then we got it. We were able to send it off to Brandon Eagles to mix it, and he's rad. He's amazing. Uh, he helped us out on so many different levels. Uh, mm lended us really amazing gear so that we could record vocals in our own house. Nice. And then just in general, like, I remember sitting down with him on Father's Day uh, going over final mixes, and he's like, he stops everything, he's like, do you guys want cake? No, we're do like, you guys want ice cream cake? Do you guys cake? want ice cream cake? And we're like, he shared his, yeah. <laughs> he shared his Father's Day cake with us. Oh, what a dude. So cute. Yeah, I met him a few years ago. Um, my cousin's band was down here making a record out in the studio in Vancouver which is this cool sort of cabin-esque studio in Vancouver, Washington. And he was tracking that record and super nice dude. Yeah, so and nice. And he's got <laughs> rad stories because he's made some, some records with some cool bands like Ma- like Modest Mouse <laughs> and Pelican. And yeah. Just a handful of other really well-known artists. So He's just uh, a brilliant, brilliant engineer. I mean, we had very, very little revisions, and we're kind of known to be a little hard to work with um, well, in terms of how many like times we revise stuff from a producer well, standpoint. Yeah, we, and we produce it all ourselves. In the first two albums, we did uh, our demo and our, our our self-titled album. We recorded and produced ourselves, and it was really cool to have someone be open to your ideas as a producer but also be like, well... You know, this might sound more legible or or better because I always like to get really weird and crazy. Like if you ever stumble across our demo, it's weird. <laughs> it's <laughs> on Spotify. Really <laughs> yeah. Somehow. I don't know how. I thought I took it down. <laughs> and uh, Chris Common worked on the previous record, right? Yeah. yeah he Which did. he's also a badass. And he's done like Minus the Bear albums mm-hmm. and Mastodon. And yeah, all yeah. kinds of good bands as well. He's he, good. I want to work with him again someday. <laughs> he really sure. nerded out on a lot of that stuff just because I know he works through a lot of analog equipment and just like 
we're like, hey, yeah, go crazy with the effects on that one. Um, and yeah. it lends itself to the mood. And he um, he was really able to to capture what we were going for. Um, and it, yeah, it was amazing working with him. Super nice guy as well. Uh, making that switch to Brandon, was that just wanting to work with somebody more local or um, just he, wanted to have a different He came to sound? two of our shows and... Uh, I just remember kind of like talking with him and the second time we, we actually met him and we sat down and talked with him and we were just talking about in general, um, you know, like how thought processes behind music and different things like that. And he totally, uh, totally was on the same page and, you know, knew exactly what we were looking for. He really liked our music. He had seen us live a couple of times, so he knew kind of like sonically what we were going for. For sure. Um, and he was just a legit cutie. So we were like, you know what? <laughs> let's let's work with Brandon. He's got he's got smoking hot wife, a really adorable family, and he's a really cute dog. Yeah, he's a really cute dog. This guy's this guy's he's the shit. So yeah, that's uh, it's rad to get to be able to work with somebody that wants to like reaches out to you and wants to work with you definitely i'm always like why <laughs> 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 okay i mean sure but why um uh, <laughs> well we're having some projection issues so i'm shaking yeah i'm gonna fix it though right on i'll just talk to mandy about some some track by track stuff then maybe it's the Mandy show it's the Mandy maybe and Dan show a little bit ask her about her emotion the Mandy and Dan show the Mandy and Dan <laughs> show the Dandy Mandys <laughs> wow the program's totally switched up Danny yeah. Gable it totally sounds like a different program now yeah it's I know like the Dandy Mandy program Dan yeah Dan absolutely wow she hijacked you quick have, kid we already have an intro handshake that we do <laughs> also yeah. which is great wow cool it's the new really, kids program developing it quickly handshake thing that we Love do. It. It's really rad. Can mm. it please be the new kids program programming for Portland? Programming. <laughs> Instead of uh, Ramblin' Rod? I don't know. I don't know Can they handle <laughs> all that darkness? No one knows about Ramblin' uh, Rod here, I guess. I don't know anything Suicidal about Ramblin' generation. Rod. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make some kids question their existence. Like, really young. <laughs> like, uh, at what five. Zanny, can you tell tell us more about Rambling Rock? Um, <laughs> Is it gonna... He was a he was on Oregon uh, Public Broadcasting, and he was a kids you know kids TV show. I actually was on it once with my brother's Boy Scout group. Nice. And uh, I ran off stage because I was really scared because everyone screamed, you know, when he came on, and he ended up being Freaked weird. You out. It ended up being a weirdo, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Just like every other it. one of them, but well, yeah. I guess the uh, Mandy Dandy Show will do then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you guys would come up with a way better product. <laughs> um, I like the uh, the Body House Jam, the sweet acoustic. Oh yeah, song. I had to fight Allie to let me put that one on there. Well, way to put up a fight. Thank you. I'm There's glad that you did. That one, um, that one has one of my favorite, favorite songwriters who's local on it, um, Thomas Gardell. Yeah, I was going to ask you who that was. His, he just, he just has a new, he has a new album coming out tomorrow, um, and I'm filling in on bass tomorrow for him at the an Analog. Mm -hmm. And um, Don't go to this show tomorrow, though, because yeah, it go. won't be happening there, because <laughs> this will not be out today. Yeah, right. don't go to so don't, don't, do that. don't do that. But <laughs> yeah. you can check out we the record. We can put it a little you side note. You can still note. check out the new record. Yes. Side right. note, that date already happened. <laughs> go back to the podcast. I feel like Zanny needs some chimes <laughs> yes. when this happens. That'd be awesome. Oh. We, um, can, we can put some in. What, do you need a chime of some Just sort? Just a little chime like, when, you, when you bring in the uh, this, this date oh, already happened tag. The Dandy Mandy show has chimes, like a lot of them. The Danny Mandy show has a uh, a lot of sound effects. Yes. It's mostly sound effects. It is. Boom. Amazing. That was a dream. <laughs> Forget about that. Go back to the program. <laughs> um, I was curious about the decision to throw a couple covers on the record. They're both very cool and, and completely different um, vibe-wise. You mean that didn't sound like Nick Drake? <laughs> I thought it did. Yeah, there's the Nick Drake jam, and there's the the Violent Femmes one, mm. which are both excellent songs. <laughs> yeah, I love those. The, the Nick Drake one was really funny because we, the night before we were going in to record, um, Manny and I decided we were going to throw that in there. 
Well, she started um, playing these chords, and I was like, that kind of sounds like um, Parasite. Yeah. And I started singing the Parasite lyrics over the top of it, and brought it to Zanny the next day. We were like, here you go, Zanny. And she killed the drums on that one. That's, that's one of my favorite drums. Didn't you do that in like one, one or two takes, Annie? Just like breakbeat drums over the whole thing? Yeah, well, Matt was really helpful because he kind of had a vision for it that I probably wouldn't have done otherwise. So it ended up working out pretty cool. It's definitely one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, was that... Um, and that's pretty much all one take on the drums. I think there's a little massaging, but hmm. it's. I think it's all the same take. Yeah, I don't think we... I don't even think we really... <laughs> Which is pretty badass. One. Yeah, <laughs> it's it ended up just being like an organic recording mm-hmm. and uh, a song that we all really, really love, and it just came together really well. It was like one of those like moments where you're like, oh, oh lord, <laughs> that worked somehow. That's never going to happen again. That was, the, yeah, that was it. With the Violent Femmes one, I just um, the lyrics in that one—they're so sad. And that song is so beautiful to listen to. Um, their version is really, really beautiful to listen to. And I just, I love it. That song makes me cry. Yeah, I. Um, that's actually one of my favorite uh, songs on your record, is that by La Femme's cover. Just because it's beautiful and it's got all the, uh, all the piano and the red organ layers. And it's just super, super awesome. It's very well done. It's emotionally brutal. That's <laughs> for sure. Uh, was there a lot of thought put into making that decision of putting covers on the record? Is it um, something you went back and forth on, or was it just like, eh, fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna put some covers on it? Yeah, I think we we really wanted to incorporate at least one, because um, kind of like paying paying a lot of homage to where we drive a lot of inspiration, homage. Milady, homage. 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 So you know, there wasn't a ton of thought behind it. We had a few covers that, that we play regularly and those two, you know, the Nick Drake one happened the night before and then the Violent Femmes one has been one that we've um, connected with emotionally. Well, I was listening to, I was in San Francisco driving around in the middle of the night and I was listening to Pink Moon and the moon in San Francisco was huge and I um, I listened to that record on repeat all the way home driving back for like 11 hours and Parasite was one that I I really, really connected with, and his whole story, you know, struggling with depression, as all artists do, I assume, <laughs> because it's hard. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I just really wanted to do something to kind of pay tribute to him, because he wasn't, I, f- I feel like he's one of the greatest, in my opinion, one of the greatest songwriters that never really got much uh, footing until after he passed away. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I don't. I'm not super familiar with his catalog of music, but I checked out that Parasite song just so I could have some understanding of you know how different your version was. And I was, I was like, oh, well, I'm just like really been fucking up not listening <laughs> to this Nick Drake. So Pink Pink Moon is a good starter album for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We didn't. The funny thing about that one is that we didn't know that we had never licensed the song before. And we didn't know how to go about it. And we couldn't find it on, like, the Harry Fox, whatever it was. And so we're like, you know what? Why don't we just, like, email his estate? So we emailed his estate and ended up, like, exchanging emails with his sister, uh, talking about, like, licensing the song. And she was like, here, go to this place and, like, license it here. And you pay the publishing house. And she was really nice. I'm like, this is so weird. We're just, like, talking to his sister and then we found <laughs> out that his mom sang too oh my god and i had no idea yeah it was she's amazing mm-hmm. she's really cool yeah right on and the other jam that you guys play a lot live is is the lead belly cover mm. of where did you sleep last yeah. night which is <laughs> such a awesome cover and uh yeah i just i just love when you you just start making noise on that guitar it's <laughs> it weird break of just you <laughs> Making that guitar scream, which is rad. <laughs> There's no like actual notes there. It's basically just turning the pedals all the way up, and then weird shit happens, and then it makes these like whale noises. And I just roll with it and hope it stays. It is. It's like <laughs> that's a quail. That's you know, it's a quail. Quail and whale. What's the difference? It's debatable. It's debatable. Uh, yeah. What's the difference? Quail. <laughs> Call in now. <laughs> Ask the whale. I'd say. And then Nightmare Castle, 
was a song that we featured on the Chris Young episode of this podcast because it was on the Vortex vinyl comp, which is awesome. Oh, it's such a good comp. It's Um, good to listen to. Yeah. Uh, Can you uh, just talk about where Nightmare Castle comes from? Oh, boy. Um, So Nightmare (laughs) Castle. (laughs) Nightmare Castle. That that one's pretty, pretty... Pretty honest, and I might get in trouble. But it's <laughs> it's, it's about, about it's about marriage and how uh, I feel about that subject, and it's uh, not a not always a good opinion <laughs> of it. Not a fan of the idea of the uh, the marriage. Not not really. No, um, that's all right. You don't so have to be. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, no. But, yeah, but um, it was more just like feeling like you're just suddenly contractually obligated and trapped sometimes feeling like a pet mm-hmm. i'm gonna stop talking now <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna stop, stop. i'm getting so much like <laughs> it's it's always Greg's like gonna be outside with divorce recording podcast because you're like this was this was a really good interview i feel like <laughs> and then you forget it's actually gonna be listened listened to. <laughs> it, the good thing is is mandy's husband greg does not listen to podcasts that's good <laughs> so <laughs> There's uh, that. He's wonderful, though. He is, yeah. And you, you <laughs> mentioned uh, <laughs> you made the comment about like most artists being sort of depressed or experience the depression. Do you feel like um, music and writing and performing is the most important thing to your your mental health? I th- I think for me, yeah, it is. It's uh, it's gotten me through a lot, and um, it was just uh, some something to. F- focus on something to put all of that energy into instead of letting it swim around in your head in your in your head bowl and uh, <laughs> yeah it's it nice to have an outlet for that um even it, if nobody had ever heard it i would be doing the r stevie moore thing and <laughs> album after album after album of uh, recordings oh my God. or the nick drake thing or the nick drake I'm not no. Well, maybe not. That's the not other all option. of the Nick Drake thing. Um, I just I just feel too much, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you seem really comfortable in that space, though. Or it appears that way when you're playing. That like you're very much in it when you're singing, and just kind of lose yourself in it. So that's rad. Yeah. Mandy's a very emotional performer. I'm emo, and that's. I think probably She's her biggest, uh, it's her biggest, uh, like her big, her strongest suit that she has is that she's a very emotional performer and what she, how she connects with people is like super honest. It's like, you know, nothing is like any of the music that we have is it's none of it's really dishonest or, um, isn't really real. And she yeah. was able to convey that pretty well. Talk about some heavy shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Speaking I of heavy stuff dig what you're doing and <laughs> i think there's been even recently just a lot of buzz around the the city about what you're doing you're getting lots of love you got the sweet vortex write up recently and the 11 magazine mm-hmm. that's cool how's that how's that feeling <laughs> feeling pretty like it's deserved yeah for sure i mean we for a lot of people who who don't don't know us um mandy and i you know, we work incredibly hard at everything oh, that we do, uh, not just from a production standpoint, um, but, you know, I'm sure you'll be able to see when you actually see the music video that's coming out, but from visualization to uh, branding to marketing to everything, you know, we work really hard on all of that to the point where it's it's literally all we do. Like, we don't leave the house very often, you know, <laughs> like we, that's why we love meeting people when we play live, because it's oftentimes it's the only time we get to see people other than each other and Zanny, you know? Um, and it, we worked really hard at like studying audio and studying like MIDI programming to be able to make what we had in our head, a real, you know, to realize that. So it's, yeah, <laughs> I would definitely say it's, it's very well deserved. And, um, but at the same time, it, the best thing that comes out of it is getting to know like, like Chris and, and you and Jenny and, uh, you know, just all these incredible um, journalist, journalists in the area that are just amazing people, like our fried chicken friends, as we call them. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 
we legit get fried chicken. With <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, fried chicken dates going down. Yeah, um, we're super. We're really thankful for it as well. Yeah, because it's I, if if nothing ever came from this, I'd still be sitting in my <laughs> bedroom or my basement or some studio somewhere hammering some stuff out. So, um, this is uh, Skull Diver. You know, it's a. I think it's very much an extension of um, myself and and Allie and. Um, We've tried really hard to keep that uh, kind of close to us. Um, yeah, this is all we have. Yeah, <laughs> like this is our own. This is it. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, that's that's based. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right on. I'm about it. I'm about stoked it. for your new record. I'm stoked for people to hear it. You guys got a big, uh, big show for the release going down at the Holocene. Oh, yeah. May That's on the 28th? It is. It is on May 28th. With some bands that I really dig. Oh, yeah. Foxy Lemon and Rare Monk, who haven't played in a really long time. And so I'm really excited to see them play again. I'm like, I haven't seen Rare Monk play in like a year, and Foxy hasn't played in like seven or eight months. So I'm like, I'm pulling you guys out of retirement, and you're going to play our release show. They're like, okay. Yeah, it's going to be like, a oh fair lineup. <laughs> I encourage people to get there on that Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. I mean, if you're off Monday, you can totally just get really wasted, dressed in a lot of sparkles. We'll have gifts. We'll have drag queens. And we'll have live visuals and hugs. 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 You gotta have the hugs. You gotta have the hugs. Did you say drag queens? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a whole party. Yep. It's hey. at, um, being DJed by Patrick uh, Buckmaster, the queen that stars in our music video. Nice. So he's... He's like the the most amazing queen I've ever seen. <laughs> he's, awesome. he's the hottest person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I'm like, you you confuse everybody. <laughs> it's beautiful. Right on. Well, I appreciate you all taking the time and coming down and playing some, some songs on the program. Oh, thank you. We're yeah. really, really happy to be here. It's, it's really awesome. It's been awesome to connect with you all over the last month or so. Get to know you a little bit. Have some prolonged handshakes. Yeah. I'm doing Thing. it immensely. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I feel you, Dan. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, we'll have you play it out with the jam. Mm. And what are you, you going to play, play us out with? Uh, we're going to play something that isn't recorded yet. It's going to be on our yep. next record. We're probably going to be recording in the fall so it actually doesn't even have Uh-oh. a name really hot takes sweet we yeah. love fresh takes kid. <laughs> yeah everyone's cool we get a we get a fresh one yeah here debut to the people uh where can people locate skull diver where's the best place to follow what you're doing and whatnot uh skulldivermusic.com uh there's a lot of stuff on there videos and links to various social platforms as well as some legit legit ass cute pictures of Mandy and I as children dressed in the <laughs> yeah, same yeah, outfits legit. like yeah, right. legit Mickey same Mickey Mouse outfits tang on our face like you yeah. want to see that for sure like, tang is a I drink everyone it. tang t- is it by your nose tang is a drink tang is a drink it's an orange beverage yes. <laughs> they took it a space I believe wasn't that the tang. space uh, a space beverage space powder it's delicious yeah. <laughs> space powder space powder we, um, Oh, so good. But uh, you can find a link to our uh, Instagram on there, and every once in a while I'll cover a sweet 80s power ballad. Yep. Uh, that's going to be a thing. No. We're also starting a series called Skull Diver Does Stuff. Yeah, so we do we'll teach you how to do laundry. We'll oh, teach wow. you how to shop. Educational. Yep. Which yep. is real life things that we've <laughs> had, to, had to learn, you know, teach you how n- to make a nutritious breakfast that's not cereal. How to safety proof your I home. I will be teaching that. Yeah, how to safety proof yeah. your home. How to properly adjust your microphone. Yep. <laughs> and all that. Yep. Right on. Let's hear the new jam. Thank you. 
Oh man, that might have been my favorite of the set today. That yeah, tell her freshy. Digging that one. <laughs> Sweet fresh one. That's Dan only premiere. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Dang so it. much for hanging. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming down. Uh, We usually end end each episode of the podcast with one of the guests saying it's a program. So who would ever like to do that? Give us a a proper skull diver. It's a program. Zanny. 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 I feel like Zanny should be the one. Because I'm from Clackamas County, huh? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a program. (laughs) (laughs) It's a program. Clackamas County represents. Oh, man. I got a question real quick, DC. Does anybody ever go, Skull Diver! Yeah! Like like it's Ozzy or something like that? Does anybody ever yell like that? I wish. I actually, uh, well, well, actually, that totally happened. Yeah. We have a super fan, and we were just playing at liquor store. He, in the middle, of like two thirty a.m., he's running down the oh, street, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, he's got a mullet, and he's got a, um, he's got a, a like a leather Perfect. trench coat, yeah. and he's wearing all black and with a black mullet, and he's just like, Skull Diver rocks. And we're just like, <laughs> he also came up to us in the pancake house and was like, "You guys are Skull Diver. We're listening. like, you're yeah. rad, dude. We, love we you. fucking love, we you. love you. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I when I heard that name, I. It just came to me like that. I was like, oh, yeah, he's say like Ozzy. Skull Diva! <laughs> uh, check yeah. out their new record, Chemical Tomb. If you want to get a hold of me, you can uh, holler at me at dancablepresents at gmail.com or go to that dancablepresents official website, dancablepresents.com. Pick yourself up a fresh baseball tee to right. support the program. Talk Click about the freshies. donate button. Right. And then go to iTunes and uh, search for the podcast, Presents. And hit us with a rate, review, and subscribe so yeah, that be we can get some more national attention. I it mean, takes one minute to write the fucking review. I what? swear to God. Yeah, I'll write your one minute. Join the it. family. I'll do it, I'll do it right now. Tell, tell I'll do it now. it takes to, to write the iTunes review. I'm going to do it right now. And She's I'm going to do it like, right you know now what? while we're finishing the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to wrap it up. All you got to do is click, write a review. I'm doing it right now. program. You click five stars. You said... I love this show. Right. I mean, it can be it's, just that simple. I mean, that's all. Mm. Holy mackerel! Yeah, Damn you, good program. Holy um, mackerel! That's that's going to be the winner. <laughs> maybe we'll re- maybe we'll read some of the uh, the kind words on the program sometime. Sure. Five yeah. stars. Oh, it's a real program. Yeah, it's it's def- <laughs> five definitely five stars. And uh, at the end of the day, it's I wish I could be six stars because we are having a slumber party. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, they're staying. Okay, yeah, they can stay here. Uh, We're just staying here. Yeah, Forrest Brennan on the on the video work today. Give it up for Forrest. Always yeah. a pleasure to have this dude around. Forrest and uh, Mountaineer Mike, and uh, they're yeah. they're both. You know, Mountaineer Mike is on the ones and twos, the zeros, zero. making it sound fresh in there. <laughs> there you go, kid. And uh, both both those dudes are helping me make a really sweet documentary right now that will be uh, coming to you. Uh, Real soon with Tribe Doc- Mars. Thanks to everybody that came out to that, that Documentary. Uh, April Fool's show at the Secret Society. That shit was wild. And uh, yeah, we got some real cool footage. Sue's losing her mind. Yeah. I bet that means She's there's feeling another band here. Yeah, yeah. Hey She's now. feeling it. Uh, I think that's it. That's it. We'll catch you on the flip side, Portland. There you go. That's how it goes down. Susie's freaking out. It's all good. That's, uh, that's what we call Dan Cable Presents. It's a live tape program we do here at The Space here on a regular basis. Thanks so much for coming down and hanging out. My name's Mountaineer Mike. you need me for anything, go to mtnairmike at gmail.com or mtnairstudios.com. We do all sorts of stuff. Susu, you're the best. Love you, honey. All right. Till next time, then. See ya! It's a program right there.